Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Attention, fantasy footballers. Whatever it takes. Lineups are due soon, and we're getting you ready. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly. That's what we do. You like that? I might get a little emotional. Get the latest news, injury reports, weather at outdoor stadiums. expert analysis over a dozen years of fantasy coverage sunday mornings were made for fantasy football conversation with you here's your hosts baby tausch bill schmid and the franchise tim allen what's happening bill schmid baby tausch with you here on fantasy football weekly 105.7 fm the fan 12:50 a.m in the free radio.com app tim allen taking in the boys and the lions and that's the game you're going to hear right here on The Fan once we get you a couple of wins in your fantasy football matchup week 11 in the NFL. We got doubleheader action here on The Fan today. It's Cowboys and Lions from Detroit. Without Matt Stafford, once again, will be the Detroit Lions. We'll get you some more injuries in that game as well. And then it's Bengals and Raiders. John Gruden's team is just fun to watch. I don't know if they're great. I don't know what category they are, but they're fun. They got a lot of young talent, a lot of talent that if you like college football and you like Saturday football, you know most of those guys, right? Like, I mean, they, they were playing at big-time programs. So you're getting Cleveland Farrell is there, Josh Jacobs there. You're getting a lot of top-notch talent on that Raiders team, young and surprising a whole lot of people. So that game comes up after right here on The Fan. It's boys and Lions. We'll get an update from Detroit with the franchise, Tim Allen. He's going to call us uh, here on the show a little bit later on. We'll also have our circle of trust with Adam Burnett at 1035. Get you some deeper dives for some daily fantasies. Maybe a little fan duel. Maybe a little DraftKings today. I want to know if double-ups are more profitable I definitely believe so, and the Daily Fantasy players will, will know what I'm saying here. Because you go into the ones where it's the $3 entry, right? And, man, you finished in the top 10%. Here's $3.28. Then you finish in the top 10 of your double up. Maybe you put a little extra out there. Just a little more push to the center. You finished in the top 45%. Congratulations, you doubled your money. So, like, in, in that sense, those are going to be what I'm excited for. And as a Packer fan, you have got to be loving today's day. The bye week has been strengthened so much 
by one of the greatest inventions in American pro sports, and that is NFL Red Zone. From NFL Sunday Ticket setting the bar and then NFL Red Zone taking that bar, throwing it in the trash, and then building an entire weight room full of bars, full of bars, even better. You get everything you possibly want in NFL Red Zone. And then we also get to see tonight the Chicago Bears and L.A. Rams in a game and a date last year that was kind of the coming out party for the Chicago Bears. A little bit different feel does that game have today as one team completely sputtering out of control, albeit their young quarterback coming with three touchdowns last week and a win at home. To a team that you don't know what the identity of the L.A. Rams really is. Tonight's going to be an interesting one for the L.A. Rams in establishing once again, are they one of these top teams in the NFL? Like, well, like we keep thinking they are. Like, we keep believing the team that represented the NFC is just a year ago. But without Todd Gurley being a, with Todd Gurley being the question mark that he is, it changes this show for fantasy owners, and it changes the entire NFL because that team is completely different out in L.A. if they do not have the running attack that they had with Todd Gurley. So that's going to be a really, really fun one tonight. You also see a team that you would not believe to be on a winning streak trying to make it three in a row in the Miami Dolphins. A lot of great games coming up. Let's start to it. 414-799-1250. Short show today. We're off at 1130, so you can call in with your questions at any time. Let's get it rolling, Evan. Falcons, Panthers. Panthers were in Green Bay last week and I think showed a lot of people. Well, I think they showed a lot of the issues and the struggles that they've had all year long were showcased by the Green Bay Packers in that first half. But what they did do was come within three feet of tying the Green Bay Packers or at least having a chance to tie with their best player and possibly the best back in football. That Panthers team is a lot better than I think people will give it credit for, especially after seeing it last week and the 49ers loss still somewhat fresh in the mind where they give up a 50 spot on the road. Falcons coming in with a lot to prove and Matt Ryan with a lot to prove last week as they go in and beat the New Orleans Saints. Wait, in the Dome? 26 to... Nine? No touchdowns? Falcons came out of their bye week with something to prove. The New Orleans Saints thought that they have already proved their stuff. So I'm excited to see where the Falcons offense moves today as I didn't think two weeks ago that there was going to be a way that I had a, we had a conversation of does Dan Quinn have a chance to keep his job? After the win last week in... New Orleans, come back with another division win today. I think that conversation starts to creep into the mind, especially of Arthur Blank. Some injuries in this one, though, big time. If you're an Austin Hooper owner, he is out today, and he is going to be struggling with that knee as it's an MCL sprain out at least this week. It's expected to go week to week. Devontae Freeman owners also head to the waiver wire as he is going to be out with a foot injury. Panthers rather healthy, though. They are going to be without Ross Cockrell, the cornerback that went up against Devontae Adams a lot last week. They will gain James Bradbury back, though, and he was the biggest injury concern for the Panthers last week as he missed the game in Green Bay. Let's get to the game that we're going to hear here on the fan after this. Cowboys. Lions. 
Cowboys and Lions from one of my favorite fields in the NFL, Ford Field. Jeff Driscoll back at quarterback. Can't wait to see week two of this. Kenny Galladay owners, as you're wondering, and Marvin Jones Jr. owners as well. They're in the same boat with this. Those two guys have been some of the more consistent performers in the wide receiver category. What am I going to get out of those guys today? Especially if you're Kenny Galladay. I think he's now plug and play. Whatever the quarterback situation is. He did get eight targets last week. So it's not like Jeff Driscoll is not throwing the football and not capable of making plays. I thought he actually, despite the stat line, thought he played better than Mitch Trubisky last week. Now, did they be able to come up with the win? No, but on the road, on a moment's notice, I thought Driscoll performed really well, and I think it it gives a lot of confidence to the Detroit Lions and their ability to maybe be slower with Matthew Stafford coming back than I think even they wanted to know. And Matt Patricia announced it on Friday that Stafford will once again miss this game due to his back injury. They will be with Jeff Driscoll. Starting running back Ty Johnson made progress throughout the week as a full participant in Friday's session. And initially being deemed questionable, he has been removed from the injury report. So Ty Johnson is going to go today, and he is not on the injury report. The others on it, though, for the Lions, Rick Wagner is going to be out with a concussion, and Deshaun Hand, the defensive tackle, will miss today's game. A couple of question marks, and we'll get the inactives across the league later on. Just on the defensive side, Snacks Harrison also going to be questionable with a groin injury, and Tracy Walker on the other side for the Cowboys. Amari Cooper, limited in practice most of the week, carries no injury designation into the game today. So Amari Cooper is good to go, and the Cowboys appear to be good to go as they'll be without one of their backup guards, but Jeff Heath is going to go with a shoulder, and Lyle Collins questionable with the knee and back. Expect him to go. Cowboys be at full strength on the road. You'll hear that game starting at 1130 here on The Fan. Jaguars, Colts. Jags and Colts. A battle of AFC South opponents and a battle of one quarterback returning. Nick Foles is heading into his matchup finally healthy once again after breaking that collarbone in week one. Foles returns from the IR. Gardner Minshew mania goes back to the bench. And Jacksonville very, very healthy going into today's game. For Indianapolis, it's a different conversation. T.Y. Hilton still banged up with that calf. He will be down along with their second-round pick, Paris Campbell, the wide receiver, out with a hand injury today. And Mo Ali Cox, the tight end with a hip injury, he's a backup. He's not going to be in any form of a deep dive because you get two of the better tight ends in all football with the Indianapolis Colts and Eric Ebron along with Jack Doyle. Jacoby Brissett, though, will start today after missing last week's game with that MCL sprain. He practiced fully all week. He's ready to go, and he is going to get the lion's share of the reps. Brian Hoyer filled in admirably, but Jacoby Brissett returns today with the Colts as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Bills, Dolphins. For one team here in this matchup, I couldn't be happier. I could not be happier that the Miami Dolphins have now won two games. Primarily because I want to see the dumpster fire that is the Cincinnati Bengals have the first overall pick and just just tempt them. Do you take the quarterback? Are you finally going to take a quarterback? Or 
do you do what everybody expects you to do? Screw it up and go take Chase Young, who might be the best player in the draft, but for a team that hasn't had the opportunity to draft a quarterback at that high, they have that chance. For the Dolphins, however, implementing Ryan Fitzpatrick into the starting lineup was the best best choice they made. And it also is the best choice that Brian Flores could possibly have happened for him. He has a team now that has two wins under their belt and hosting a Buffalo Bills team that's going the complete opposite way. So this one's going to be a lot of fun in Miami today. Like Buffalo comes in rather healthy. Jerry Hughes is going to be the only player on the injury report today, and he's questionable, so he still might even go. Dolphins coming in decently healthy as well. Looks like Rasheed Jones is going to be back along with Taco Charlton. Going to give it a go. But Ryan Fitzpatrick, man, listed on the injury report with a right shoulder last week, practiced fully. He's ready to rock and roll, and he is going to try to beat one of the eight teams that he has started for at quarterback and give the Miami Dolphins a three-game winning streak. I'm telling you, you can't make this stuff up. Let's go over for some weather in Miami to my man Dan Plucker. Yeah, it's going to be a – how's it going, Billy? It's going to be 67 degrees and cloudy at kickoff, but the sun's going to be peeking out. Uh, Temperatures should rise up to 70 uh, and up into the 70s with that, and then wind gusts of 16 miles per hour could be moving the football around a little bit in Miami. Texans. Ravens. Which, there's certain days, and I'm just going to be flat out honest. I'm pretty disappointed in CBS today. CBS, you disappointed me. How is this game not on the local package for every single market that does not have a game today? Instead, we get to see Broncos and Vikings, if you're just on basic television today, instead of Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, don't promote your two best young stars at the quarterback position. No. That would be stupid. We want you to watch Kirk Cousins and Brandon Allen. Awesome. Thanks, CBS. Had to get that off my chest. And once again, a great reason why Red Zone is created. For days like this, so you will be able to watch some of this matchup because it is going to be electric. Earlier, just before the show, we were watching highlights up on our flat panels here in the studio. These two guys were ACC rivals, played against each other a bunch of times, Ravens flying high, as we know, after the win against New England. Then blowing out Cincinnati last week. So, Lamar Jackson's team is coming in as the gold standard. The other one coming off a bye. I think that Texan team gets a little more credit than maybe they deserve. But sometimes, I don't know if they get enough at 6-3. and three. They've won some huge games. They've gone out on the road and beat Kansas City. We'll see if they can go out on the road and beat Baltimore today, and they're going to need Deshaun Watson to be electric as always. Will Fuller out today with that hamstring injury. Looked earlier in the week like he might be able to go. And then we're sitting here with Laramie Tunzel, who appears to be ready to rock and roll. He's going to give it a shot, um, and he has been ruled. He was ruled out. Since week eight, Tunzel going to have a chance today uh, to play. We'll get that inactive coming up here in about 15 minutes from right now. On the Ravens side, though, John Harbaugh did note that there will be a couple of game time decisions 
on Michael Pierce, but Marquise Hollywood Brown good to do- go today and should be having a big day as both of these teams going to have to put it up in the air in this one. Texans and Ravens out in Maryland. What are we looking at, Dan? Yeah, it's a little bit nicer than it is here. 42 degrees and cloudy at kickoff. Temperatures rising close to 50 degrees throughout the game. 14 mile per hour wind gust, but no chance of rain. Should be a pretty good day for some football in Baltimore. Perfect, because I am so excited for this game. Jacked up. Hollywood Brown catching balls from Lamar Jackson. RG3 was walking into today's game we saw with like some kind of boombox dancing with a couple of reporters. I mean, he's ready to rock and roll. This game is going to be electric. Make sure you got Red Zone queued up. And make sure you got us queued up. 105.7 FM, 12 of the AM and the free radio.com app. If you got questions, we're out at 1130. So we're answering them all the way through. We're going to hear from Tim Allen in about a half hour from right now from the Motor City. It's Fantasy Football Weekly. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tosh, hanging out with you on The Fan. Getting you everything you need to win this week. You're listening to Fantasy Football Weekly. And it will be pure fantasy football nirvana. God bless fantasy football. On AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Broncos. Vikings. Fantasy Football Weekly here on The Fan, 105.7 FM. 12 of the AM in the free radio.com at Broncos and Vikings. You'll see this game on CBS. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch. A noon slate still for the Minnesota Vikings. That means at home, Kirk Cousins, start him. Be ready to go. This Broncos matchup is tough, though, because I know you want to put Stephon Diggs in your lineup without possibly Adam Thielen. For sure, Adam Thielen. He is down. So Stephon Diggs is going to see all he can handle of Chris Harris Jr., who is making, who's been making matchups hell for other teams. Number one wide receivers all year long. He's given up one touchdown. Stephon Diggs owners, you got another one that's somewhat on par? Look maybe to give Stephon Diggs the week off, even though it is a noon game against Noon game at home for the Minnesota Vikings. I fully expect the Vikings to come out here and win this game. Do I think they cover the 10-point spread? Maybe. I am shying away from this one myself. But I believe the the Vikings end up winning handsomely. And I think they're able to run the ball and stop the run. The one thing the Packers weren't necessarily able to do against this Bronco team a little bit earlier on in the year. For the Broncos, though, I mean, you're looking at a team that is so banged up and so disheveled in Vic Fangio's first year on the job. They're missing their starting tackle. They're obviously missing Joe Flacco. And they're just, they're so depleted all over the field that it's going to be tough to see them be able to come in here and put up much of a fight. But they will battle, and they'll be able to stop a little bit of the passing game from Kirk Cousins over to Stephon Diggs. As we said, Adam Thielen out today once again. Continues to deal with that hamstring injury. It's dating back now four weeks and once again it just makes too much sense their bye week is next week for the minnesota vikings but given that they have plenty of time and plenty of an opportunity to just rest stealing as long as possible wait till he's ready to go in week 13 and then get him for the stretch run because they're so still in the thick of a playoff spot right now they hold one of the final wild card spots in the nfc do the minnesota vikings that game in a dome another one of my favorite stadiums in the nfl yes sadly they are both in the nfc north 
It's in a dome. Broncos at Vikings. It's Vikings at Broncos. No? Can we hit Jets. Redskins. Sorry, Evan. 414-799-1250. If you need questions answered right now, we're answering them on the fan. 414-799-1250. We'll be doing that all day long uh, as we get you ready. We'll take you up until kickoff to pregame as it is the Dallas Cowboys against the Detroit Lions here on the fan starting up at noon. For the Jets and Redskins, a toilet bowl matchup for the New York Jets coming in with a couple of wins and being able to be a little bit more impressive the last couple of days. For the Washington Redskins, they will start Dwayne Haskins today and start him the rest of the way moving forward as they come out of their bye week ready to rock and roll. Jets are banged up across the offensive line. Le'Veon Bell is doubtful today with the ribs, knee. He's also had an illness going through that team so they're going to be depleted today but he was able to practice towards the end of the week we'll know if Le'Veon Bell is going to go here in the next 10 minutes from right now once we get all the inactives uh here on fantasy football weekly Redskins are going to be an interesting contest though in the sense of what are you going to see from the first real opportunity that you get for Dwayne Haskins, he gets it against a bad football team today, and they try to keep themselves out of the cellar. Down in the nation's capital, Dan, what are we looking at? Yeah, it's going to be cloudy in the low 40s at kickoff and uh, moving up to almost 50 degrees again. There, uh, 9, 10-mile-per-hour wind gusts. Shouldn't be much to worry about there. No rain. Should be a pretty good day in uh, Landover, Maryland. Saints. Buccaneers. Saints and Bucks. Saints needing a bounce back after their tough loss and a well-earned loss as they got beat up against the Atlanta Falcons at home coming out of their bye week. Dante Harris, hamstring injury, backup wide receiver, not going to be the issue. The issue for the New Orleans Saints, though, is that Marshawn Lattimore is going to be out. Chris Godwin owners and Mike Evans owners rejoice. Your dude is going to be able to see some matchups against P.J. Williams. There's going to be a lot of yards in the air for Mike Evans as they don't have to Go up against one of the best corners in the National Football Conference for Tampa Bay. Carl Nassib is trending in the wrong direction on the injury report. It would be surprising if he ends up going today for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Other than that, both teams rather healthy. Down in Tampa Bay, what are we looking at in the Buck? Yeah, it's a little bit cold for Tampa Bay. 60 degrees, moving up to 66 uh, throughout the game. I feel so bad for I that. know, it's just the worst. They're going to be in parkas. It's going to be terrible. Uh, and then not much wind, no, no rain. Should be a pretty good day down in Tampa. Cardinals, 49ers. Just just feel awful for them having to deal with, with that cold weather, that cold 60-degree weather. This guy's dealing with some weather up in Detroit. We'll get to Cards and Niners, but first... He's on the Great Midwest Bank hotline. He's ready to go for some football in Detroit. Dallas Cowboys against the Detroit Lions. You'll hear that game right on the fan. You hear this guy on this show, Fantasy Football Weekly, the franchise, Tim Allen. Timmy, how we doing? Well, we're in pregame mode here uh, on Woodward Avenue in Detroit. It's pretty cool, actually. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Mitch Rosen for expensing this trip for me. Oh, attaboy. Nice. Yeah. Man, you yeah, really because... you really got it going. The, the franchise does get his expense paid trips to go and <laughs> cover these monstrous events. This is one of those markets, Billy, where they've got all three arenas 
in the same area. Yep. I didn't really know that. I knew Auburn Hills was a, a ways away from downtown Detroit. So when the Pistons got their new arena, uh, Little Caesars here, they're all in the same area, Comerica Park and Ford Field and, and now Little Caesars. Uh, with the Red Wings and Pistons, pretty cool. And it's, it's I'm in a place called Greek Town, which is okay. Um, you would dig it. You would definitely dig it. Nice. Okay. Casinos, restaurants, food. Oh, now we're beer. talking. It's now the shot of tequila is going to have to wait for a while. But uh, well, you know, no, I mean working. that's why that's why I don't want to keep you too long here because I, I do want you to take that shot of tequila, and I I hope that you don't need any salt. Um. A couple of parts of when I was in Detroit for the games a couple of years ago, I thought of, do they do that simply so you get off the freeway and then get right back on it to get out of Detroit? But it is really cool how it's built up, Tim. That that walkway in between Comerica and Ford Field can be electric on game days. Uh, what yeah. is the Cowboy faithful looking like up there right now? Oh, man, you would think it's a Cowboys home game. Stunned. Detroit, yeah. Honestly, it, it's amazing. Honest to God, it's, it's amazing. The uh, amount of Cowboy fans that are that are in this market right now, it's, it's wild. And uh, with Jeff Driscoll getting the start, as you guys know, um, that's the, I, I guess, the one disappointment. You know, we we've never seen Matt Stafford play football outside of TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were looking forward to that, and it's not going to happen today. So are you laying with the 7.5 on the Dallas Cowboys today? It feels like taking it to the bank against Driscoll. Yeah, with a, with a tough schedule for Dallas, I, I think this is the one they, they've got to get, and and we'll see. But I, I would say they cover the 7. They, they probably win by 10 or 12. This is one of the best, Tim, a day that I've been waiting for for a long time to be able to just go belly up with Red Zone and not have to deal with any other games on the docket. That doesn't matter. We're watching this game. We're watching all of the games. Then you're you're going to experience NFL football in its own right on location, which is the best way to do it. But CBS not showing Lamar Jackson against Deshaun Watson, that Texans Raider or Ravens game is going to be one of the games of the year, it feels like, already. We were talking about it this morning, and, and to see Lamar Jackson go at Deshaun Watson, and it, it, certainly Baltimore is maybe going to be on a run here, and, and they're going to have their say in the AFC with uh, with, with Houston, uh, Kansas, City, <laughs> Kansas City, and New England, but I mean, this is a, that's a great game. That is a great matchup, for sure. All right, make that shot of tequila a double and take it easy. Yeah, now my work is done, yes. Attaboy. Good work, kid. See ya. That's Tim Allen reporting from the Motor City on location for 105.7 FM, the fan. God, I love that dude. Oh, he is having a party up in Detroit. He's right, though. The Palace of Auburn Hills, way off in the distance in Detroit, right by where the Silver Dome was. So I was up there maybe three years ago for Packers-Lions when the Packers ended up winning the division in Week 17, yeah. And you go over and see the Palace, great stadium, big stadium, and then all of a sudden it's, what is that overgrown thing over on the side? Oh, that's the Silver Dome. Oh, grass is growing there now. Yeah, no, it's it's not great. Back to cards and niners. Sorry, Evan. I, I'm Cardinals, 49ers. Cards and Niners. Niners looking to establish themselves once again after their first loss of 2019. 
They are in a predicament, possibly in that NFC West, as they see the Cardinals for the second time within a couple of days. They're against a team that can still put the ball up in the air. Will they be able to get the points uh, that they need the Arizona Cardinals being against those Niners today to make this thing interesting late? I do not know, but I do know Kyler Murray is always a good option, even against a team that's pass rush can be as dominant as the 49ers. I think Murray is able to do some things with his legs enough to keep him as a QB1 for you this week. Injuries to note, George Kittle, it appears that he is going to not go today. He's been upgraded to doubtful. Remember back in the beginning of the week, Kyle Shanahan came out and said, we need to proceed forward as if Kittle is going to miss the game. It felt like he said, okay, Kittle is going to miss the game. No, he might be able to give it a go. Going to lean towards he is going to miss the game. Out is Joe Staley, their starting left tackle. Matt Breida also doubtful along with Robbie Gold for the banged up 49ers. For the Cardinals, Chase Edmonds going to miss the game along with uh, Terrell Suggs possibly will know that within the next couple of minutes as the inactives come out. That game out by the Bay in San Francisco, Dan. Yeah, it'll be 70 degrees at kickoff, mostly sunny, just a beautiful day in Santa Clara. Not much wind, no rain to worry about, just gorgeous in Santa Clara. It's Fantasy Football Weekly on 105.7 FM. The Fan, that's Dan Plucker on the weather deck giving us the report from all the other outdoor stadiums. Let's grab one question in here at 414-799-1250. Got some more games to run through, but let's go to Irv on the south side. He's been waiting here at 414-799-1250. Hey, Irv. What up, baby Tausch? Hey, man, what's your uh, Twitter? I've been trying to find you for minutes. It's uh, at Bill Schmidt Radio. At Bill Schmidt Radio? Okay. Hey, man, first of all, I wish uh, Jimmy Garoppolo all the good health today. But uh, I got a tiny um, waiver wire pickup. I need one, uh, Ebron or uh, Kyle Rudolph. I'm rolling with Kyle Rudolph. I'm in the same predicament, Irv, with Kittle being down. Rudolph has gotten a lot of red zone touches the last couple of weeks, has a touchdown in three of his last four games. He's in the top 10, 12 scoring-wise across tight ends, and they're feeding him the football with Chris Harris Jr. going up against Stephon Diggs as well as Thielen being out. I think Rudolph's going to see a lot of opportunities, especially in the red zone today. So I'd go Rudolph there. All right. Appreciate it, Irv. Yeah. 414-799-1250. We'll take a quick timeout, answer a couple of questions, also get Adam Burnett next. Circle of Trust here on 105.7 FM. The Fan, it's Fantasy Football Weekly taking you up to kickoff. Who do you trust? A world of fantasy. And, well, maybe not. Dude, look, I'm a loser. You listen to my advice, you'll end up like me with nothing. Can he trust you? It's time for the Circle of Trust with our own Adam Burnett. In your league or on Daily Fantasy, Adam's success speaks for itself. It's Fantasy Football Weekly on AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Fantasy Football Weekly on The Fan, getting you ready for a good game. Jeff Driscoll, baby. And the Detroit Lions taking on the Dallas Cowboys in a game that the Cowboys absolutely need to win and probably need to win handily after the loss at home against the Vikings on Sunday Night Football last week. The Cowboys team is just an enigma. They should be so much better, but they just they can't pull away from teams. That's what I'm frustrated about today. I do think that they cover the number coming in at 7.5 right now. Some inactives coming up your way in a couple of seconds. First, before Adam Burnett, let's grab Silas and Franklin at 414-799-1250. Silas, what do you got? 
Good morning. I was wondering, uh, Debo Samuel or David Montgomery and uh, Manuel Sanders or Debo Sanders? Uh, D.D. Westbrook or David Montgomery? Okay. PPR or league? Manuel Sanders or Debo Samuel? PPR for that one? Uh, that's no PPR. I like Montgomery today um, against that Rams defense. They, they have not stopped the run incredibly well all year long and I think the Rams are definitely reeling in 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 that one a little bit also the Bears are going to need to establish some kind of run game tonight so if it's non-PPR I'd roll with Montgomery now what was the other one you had Silas uh Manuel Sanders or Debo Samuel I would roll with Debo Samuels just because I'm not convinced that you can really trust Emmanuel Sanders with the injury that he went out with last week in those ribs so if that flares up you could be looking at a possibility where he sits down. They really like Debo Samuel, and they find ways to get him the football left and right. So I'd go with Samuel there. Thank you. Appreciate it, Silas. 414-799-1250. Adam Burnett, our circle of trust, in some deeper digs for you here on Fantasy Football Weekly. Adam, what do you got at the quarterback spot, brother? I like Kyle Allen this week. I'm actually playing him over Jared Goff and Carson Wentz in some of my leagues. The Falcons have a league-worst opponent's passer rating of 113.2, so I'm going to play Kyle Allen. He looked good at at Lambeau. He's got some real precision on the ball, Adam, and I think what else he has, he's got a lot of confidence. He's not going to let any of these moments shake him. One of the top recruits coming out of high school there for Kyle Allen just never worked out at the college level. What do you got at running back? I like Brian Hill this week. I think he gets a bell call workload versus the Panthers, and I have him in a few of my lineups as well. The Panthers have allowed the fourth most fantasy points to opposing running backs this season. Wide receiver? You and I are on the same page, Hollywood Brown. I picked him up in a couple leagues. I need wide receiver help. The Texans' defense can get beat over the top. I think that's going to be a shootout. I'm playing Hollywood Brown this week. It's going to be a great game. I can't wait for it. What about tight end spot? Tight end, I'm picking Darren Waller because I'm on a lot of different fantasy apps and I read a lot of different fantasy football analysts. Mm -hmm. And some of them are kind of down on Darren Waller. He's had a streak of three bad games, but... They're playing the Bengals. Darren Waller, if you own him, no doubt should be in your lineup this week. Yeah, and I think he's worth the price that you might have to pay for him on the daily market. What about the defense spot? Defense and IDP are on the same on the same unit. I like Eric Harris of the Raiders. I think against the Bengals, they do damage. I think the Bengals are a listless team at this point. The Raiders playing at home really have a sense of urgency and a sense of pride to play for those fans in Oakland with it being their last year there, so... I'm big on the Raiders this week. Raiders also got a chance to make the playoffs. I think that can't be uh, understated enough as well there for that game. You're going to hear right here on the fan after Cowboys and Lions. Kicker? Dan Bailey of the Vikings. The Broncos defense gives up an average of 18.9 points per game, but they have allowed the league most 22 field goals. I think the Vikings will move the ball down the field, stall out, and Bailey will be uh, active. Adam, appreciate it, man. We'll talk later. Thank you very much. That's Adam Burnett, our circle of trust, 414-799-1250. Vikings official inactives. They're going to be without, as we said earlier, Adam Thielen, also safety Anthony Harris, and Linval Joseph going to miss that game. So Royce Freeman and Philip Lindsay owners, you can rejoice uh, a little bit. If you're starting any Redskins, I'm sorry. Chris Thompson going to be down along with Paul Richardson and Vernon Davis, all listed as out. Actives, though, Laramie Tunzel for the Texans, and Le'Veon Bell is going to give it a go. He was listed as doubtful earlier today. Will Fuller and Bradley Roby also out, along with Vernon Hargraves. 
picked up by the Texans on waivers after the Buccaneers cut the former first-round pick uh, just earlier this week. Bengals. Raiders. Talking about this one just a couple of minutes ago, and you will hear this one right here on the fan part of Doubleheader Action on 1250 AM and 105.7 FM, The Fan. The Cincinnati Bengals are, they're like sneakily bad, if that makes any sense. Everybody knows they're bad. Everybody knows the Bengals are bad. But I feel like they're getting a major pass because of Zach Taylor and his ineptitude that everybody kind of knows of. Like, everybody knew that he wasn't ready to take on play-calling duties, be the head coach, and start winning games this year. Did we expect it to be this bad? Maybe not. We also might have expected them to have A.J. Green by week 11 for crying out loud. Sorry. I digress. Oakland Raiders are playing for the playoffs. I mean, whatever you thought of them early on in the year, they're a team that's won big games. They've won big matchups. And they really started this up when they beat the Bears over in London. They had started to slide a little bit. In there is the loss to the Packers. But in a game where their offense played really well and put up a bunch of points. Out today is their starting corner, LaMarcus Joyner for the Oakland Raiders, Dwayne Harris, and Trent Brown questionable. We will not have those inactives as that is a 3 o'clock start. But Trent Brown was unable to practice on Friday. He's been a question mark with that knee all year long. For the Bengals, they place corner Drake Kirkpatrick on IR on Friday. Puts an end to his season. And A.J. Green still not on the field. Still not on IR, but he's definitely not playing today. You can take that to the bank. Geno Atkins uh, appears to be able to give it a go. He is questionable with that ankle injury for Bengals and Raiders. Raiders giving a healthy, healthy 13 in this one at home in Alameda Coliseum. Let's go out to the Bay, and it was nice in the North Bay. What about the East Bay? Yeah, it's still beautiful. 66 degrees uh, so mostly sunny, nine mile per hour winds. Temperatures getting up to seventy throughout the game. Just gorgeous out there. Patriots, Eagles. Woo! Another good one. This one is on national television. Thank you, Fox, for figuring it out. Unlike CBS, not letting us watch Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson. I'm not going to be happy about that all week long. Patriots given four and a half at Lincoln Financial Field. I think is a little bit big, but. You give give Bill Belichick 13 days to prepare for anybody, and uh, I think I'm going to go with the hoodie. And Bill Belichick's team ready to rock and roll for this one. Going to be a good game. 3 o'clock start, national television. Buck and Aikman on the call for the Eagles hosting, and the Eagles trying to talk about the game that you're going to hear starting at 1130 on the fan with Cowboys and Lions. The Eagles are trying to fend off the Dallas Cowboys and keep them at bay. The Eagles going to be without Elshon Jeffrey today. It is leaning toward Jordan Howard not playing in this one. All signs are pointing that he will not. Jay Ajayi is expected to be ready to go. They signed him midweek. He's expected to be active if Jordan Howard does not go. Miles Sanders is going to get a healthy, healthy workload in that one for the Eagles. On the other side for the Patriots, they're rather healthy. They come off a bye. The only guy of significance that's going to miss the game today is Patrick Chung. 414-799-1250. Out in Philly, it's always gross with the fan base, but what about the weather? Yeah, it's going to be cloudy and 43 degrees. Uh, feels like 36, though, so it's a little bit chilly out there. 
14-mile-per-hour wind gusts. Uh, not a great day in Philadelphia. We'll wrap it up with the primetime games next. 414-799-1250. Tony's on the northwest side. Thanks for holding, Tony. What do you got, man? Look, I have a question that's not as easy as simple as it may seem. I got Deshaun Watson against the top 10 Baltimore defense or Josh Allen against a bottom top 10 Miami defense. It's, people keep saying it's easy. I don't think yeah. it is. Well, and Tony, I think the the toughest part is you said it is a tough matchup for that one, but when it comes down to games like Ravens against the Texans today, I look at the quarterbacks and I look at their history going back into college. These dudes have played electrifying games all their entire career. They were rivals in the ACC. They're going to go at it today, two high-powered offenses. I know the Ravens' defense has been really opportunistic, and Deshaun's given opportunities, but I think you got to roll with Deshaun in a game that he knows he's got to have. And if he's going to take himself over Lamar Jackson in the MVP conversation, I expect Deshaun Watson to ball out today. I hope you're right. Thanks. thanks. Appreciate it, Tony. It is it is a decent, a good question, though. I mean, because you're looking at one of the worst teams in all of football in the Miami Dolphins, and then, like he said, a top-10 Baltimore defense that kind of held Tom Brady at bay. But if you think back to that Sunday night game a couple of weeks ago, it was a defensive touchdown ripping the ball out of Julian Edelman's hands when the Patriots were going down to that was take the lead or tie the game at least in the third quarter on their drive there in the third. They mounted a big comeback. They're able to score on that Ravens defense. And that Ravens defense, while it is good and it ranks high, they get a lot of turnovers and a lot of touchdowns off those turnovers. They're not your your dad's Ravens defense with the big-time pass rushers and sackers and inside linebacker play that they've had for a long time. Uh, so I think there are a lot of points to be had in that one for Deshaun Watson. One more before a timeout out in Waukesha. It's Rob on the fan. Hey, Rob, what do you got? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Appreciate you making it, dude. I was wondering if uh, you could help me with two real quick ones. Um, I have, It's a PPR league. I'm playing the guy tied with me in first. I need one of these running backs, uh, Marlon Mack or Brian Hill. I roll with Marlon. I roll with Marlon Mack in that one. Mack, okay. And then uh, two of these receivers: uh, Christian Kirk, Stephon Diggs, Michael Gallup. Yeah, I knew I was going to get the Stephon Diggs question, and it's tough, Rob. With that matchup against Chris Harris, I just don't see him having the electrifying numbers and the big play opportunities that he's had all year long, especially in the last four weeks. So Diggs, to me, would would take a step back. Christian Kirk coming off the game last week, he's going to get a lot of Richard Sherman, and I don't like that at all either. But for the Dallas with Michael Gallup, I don't know exactly how much they're going to throw the ball because I expect them to be up big in this game. With all of the matchups I, I don't love, I would roll with the best player, and I do think the best player is Stephon Diggs. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Rob. That's tough. Because you're looking at looking at some really, really good matchups, some bad matchups there. Some young players getting a lesson what the NFL is. You think Richard Sherman doesn't want to shut a dude up that just had three TDs last week? And he just lost to the Seahawks? I don't I don't know if I want to go anywhere near that. 414-799-1250. It's Fantasy Football Weekly. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch, taking you up until Cowboys and Lions. 
doubleheader action here on The Fan. Your phone calls and your fantasy questions. You can also tweet them at 1057FM, The Fan. On Twitter, we're here until 11.30, getting you up to kickoff. Primetime games next on The Fan. Tim and Tausch, take your calls now. God bless fantasy football. At 414-799-1250. It's Fantasy Football Weekly on AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Bears, Rams. I'm excited to see what Mitch Trubisky does tonight. Fantasy Football Weekly here on The Fan. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch. That's the Sunday night game. And last year... This game was signifying that we have arrived for the Chicago Bears when they thumped the LA Rams at home on Sunday night football. I was actually back I was in Illinois watching the game with a friend of mine who I lived with back in college. He was in town. So however it crossed paths, it was come on down watch, watch the game. We're just in some random bar in Waukegan where he lives, you know, and we're just hanging out. Place is packed. It was like it was a divisional round playoff game for what that meant to that team at that time. Now fast forward 365 days to where we are today. Both of these teams going in directions they did not expect to see this year. You think the Bears really thought that they were going to have to talk about is Mitch Trubisky going to be the one after the playoff battle that they saw last year? They were planning on now being able to say, do we offer the extension this year or do we take the option next year and then sign him to the extension? Now it's how can you guarantee that fifth year option at almost 20 million bucks if you're the Chicago Bears for Mitch Trubisky the way he's played? So, and then the LA Rams on the other side, last year they were on their way to the Super Bowl. They had back to back years of the defensive player of the year and Aaron Donald, and they still have that. Now they add Jalen Ramsey, but have they gotten worse? 16 touchdowns, 16 picks, and 16 fumbles over the last 16 games for Jared Goff. Riddle me that. Talk about a dude that cashed in the payday already on the Super Bowl appearance. So there's a lot going into this game for both sides. I think the Rams are really going to get a healthy win tonight. I just don't see that Bears team traveling well to the West Coast and being able to put up much of a battle tonight. They're going to also be without their two starting tight end, or top tight ends. You can't call Adam Shaheen a starter because the dude has just been brutal since coming into the league, but he's out along with Trey Burton. Also, Danny Trevathan with that nasty elbow injury you saw the other day. Um, he is going to be out. David Montgomery, questionable. He's expected to be able to go, though. As Matt Nagy noted on Friday, it's a game-time decision. So if the rookie goes... You'll know late, so handcuff yourself with maybe either a Daryl Henderson or a Malcolm Brown if you can find them on waivers, or maybe somebody in that Chargers-Chiefs game because there are going to be points galore as well. Cordero Patterson and uh, Tyreek Hill, for me, I think are going to carry a lot of that workload if David Montgomery doesn't go because Allen Robinson seeing a lot of Jalen Ramsey is not the matchup that I think I would want to go to if I'm Mitch Trubisky. For the Rams on their side, the injuries, they're going to be without – the former Badger, Rob Havenstein, over a tackle with a knee injury. Gerald Everett missed a couple of days of practice with a wrist, but he's ready to rock and roll. Cooper Cup did not practice on Friday due to a stomach bug. 
that is going through the Rams organization and through the building right now, uh, but he should be ready to rock once this game is kicking off for Sunday Night Football. It's going to be a really, really good one. Rams and Bears. And then in L.A., Dan, it's always beautiful, isn't it? Oh, it's gorgeous. It's going to be in the mid-80s heading into the game. Uh, No wind, no rain, just gorgeous. Clear night. It's going to be beautiful in L.A. Chiefs, Chargers. This game in Mexico City for the Monday night game. Will the NFL just ever learn their lesson? How did this work last year? Oh, yeah, that's right. We had to change the game the week before and move it to L.A. Whoops. So let's do it again, right? Why not? It's uh, Chargers hosting, technically, the Chiefs, and the Chiefs right now are giving four in Mexico City against the Chargers, a a bet that feels really, really good, feels like it's also kind of baiting you in a little bit. We'll give you some winners around 11-15 before we get out of here and answer some more questions. But this Chiefs team, after the loss last week in Nashville, they need a win, and Patrick Mahomes needs a win big time. But the L.A. Chargers really can't afford to do anything but win if they think they're going to get themselves to the playoffs for a second straight year. Justin Jackson, questionable today. No real injuries of significance. Russell Okung uh, expected to be able to go. He's questionable with that groin. And for the Chiefs, they're rather healthy. Uh, Kendall Fuller and Damian Williams expected to be ready to go tonight, or tomorrow night, excuse me. They are questionable right now on the injury report. 414-799-1250. couple of questions before the top of the hour. Let's go to Jack in Menominee Falls. You're on the fan. Hey, Billy, good afternoon, or good morning, rather. Hey, uh, quick uh, hitter here. Uh, do I throw in Jamison Crowder off the waiver to replace uh, Sammy Watkins or maybe uh, maybe maybe pick up Debo? I don't know. Watkins has my number three. I'm just thinking Crowder. It's a half PPR. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, I've been rolling with Jamison Crowder now full point PPR, so maybe that makes a little bit of a difference. But if you are getting some kind of point for that reception, it's against his former team, one matchup that I always love. Jamison Crowder has scored over 18 the last couple of weeks, and he's getting more red zone targets than you'd think a smaller guy would. I, I would roll with Jamison Crowder in a game like today as that Jets offense seems to be moving a little bit, and he does seem to be a, a soft spot for Sam Darnold. Yeah, that's, that's kind of fun getting him off the waiver wire. And then a real quick uh, tight end, uh, Waller or Ertz. They're both, they both got strengths, weaknesses, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt about it. Thanks for the call, Jack. Um, Darren Waller or Zach Ertz, half-point PPR league. The Bears have not done a good job covering tight ends at all. But then Darren Waller, when he played the Bears, was almost non-existent. If I'm going to go with the better player, you'd assume to go with Zach Ertz. I think Waller makes too much sense in this matchup against the the Bengals who are, are banged up and just bad, to be completely honest with you, especially in that secondary. I would roll, Jack, sorry. Uh, I would roll with Darren Waller today and Adam Burnett like Darren Waller today uh, in the circle of trust. I think it's just a little bit better matchup. And Dallas Goddard expected to not uh, take a whole lot of workload away from Zach Ertz today, but he has in recent memory. Germantown and Justin, we say hello to him on the fan at 414-799-1250. Justin, what do you got, man? Hi, um, I'm in a two-flex league. Uh, PPR, I need two of the four. Miles Sanders, uh, Debo Samuel, Marvin Jones, Zach Paschal. I roll with the first two. Reason being that Dallas secondary is a little bit better than, than it gets 
written about, and I think that's a really tough matchup going in with a backup quarterback at home. So I'd roll with those first two you had, Justin. So Pascal and Sanders? N- no, uh, Miles Sanders and Debo Samuel. Do you, okay, thank you. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate it. Amy's on the west side of Milwaukee. Amy, what do you got? Hi, I've got uh, standard scoring. I need one wide receiver and a flex. Allen Robinson, Terry McLaurin, Jamison Crowder, or Jay Ajayi. So you need one of those or you need two? I need two. So I need one wide receiver and a flex. I guess okay. my question is, should I flex Jay Ajayi? That, that's the one I'm really struggling with. Yeah, I just I just don't know how he fits into that offense right away. Um, can you give him to me one more time? You, you had Terry McLaurin in there and, and Jamison Crowder yep. in on the middle. Allen Robinson is the third wide I, receiver. I don't love that matchup for Allen Robinson going up against J- going up against Jalen Ramsey tonight. It's really really tough. Um, yeah, but he is really the only reliable player that that offense has. If it's standard scoring, I think he's got maybe a little bit better of an opportunity to get into the end zone. But I would roll with Terry McLaurin going in with his college roommate in Dwayne Haskins today. I'd roll McLaurin and Crowder. Okay. Interesting. All right. Thanks, Amy. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Dwayne Haskins and Terry McLaurin, they were studs together at Ohio State. And when they've had opportunities to put the ball up and – Dwayne Haskins wants to go to a security blanket. I think Terry McLaurin gets a lot of that security blanket feel today in a matchup that, I mean, going up against the Jets, he's facing Tremaine Johnson, who they thought about cutting with $72 million tied to his name. Yeah, I'll take that matchup. 414-799-1250. Give you some winners here in about 15 minutes from right now. We'll answer some questions next. It's your turn. We're a half hour away from pregame of Cowboys and Lions. It's Fantasy Football Weekly with Baby Tausch on the fan. Attention, fantasy footballers. Whatever it takes. Lineups are due soon, and we're getting you ready. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly. That's what we do. You like that? I might get a little emotional. Get the latest news. Injury reports, weather at outdoor stadiums. An expert analysis. Over a dozen years of fantasy coverage. Sunday mornings were made for fantasy football conversation with you. Here's your hosts, Baby Tausch, Bill Schmid, and the franchise, Tim Allen. Live at 1057fmthefan.com, Wendy's Fresh Never Frozen inbox. If you want to email us a question, you can also tweet that question at 1057fmthefan or just give us a phone call, 414-799-1250. And yes, the iPhone 11 also makes phone calls. All you got to do is is hit that green phone and then type in 414-799-1250, just like Brian did in Oconomowoc. He's up on the fan. Brian, what do you got, man? Hey, how's it going? Good, dude. I got a... I got a flex. Uh, One point PPR, uh, Devontae Parker or Allen Robinson. I could also possibly do Sony Michelle. What do you think? Yeah, I think Sony Michelle is just, Sony Michelle has just been beating my, I beat my head into the wall every single week with Sony Michelle, expecting that this is going to be the week that he goes off for the three touchdowns like he did on Monday Night Football against the Jets. And that was the one week that I finally had had enough and didn't start him. I would roll in that one with Devontae Parker. You said full point PPR, right, Brian? Yeah, full point PPR. 
PPR. I roll with Devontae Parker. Um, I think he's going to get a bunch of touches today, and Ryan Fitzpatrick in a game, in a revenge game against the Bills. I really like uh, Parker's matchup there. I also just don't like Allen Robinson against Jalen Ramsey. Thanks, Brian. I just really don't like that matchup at all. Allen Robinson can... I don't think that he's going to be able to beat Jalen Ramsey consistently in his route tree. Do I think Allen Robinson, if Mitch Trubisky feels comfortable enough throwing it up to one-on-one coverage, do I think Allen Robinson can come down with the ball against Jalen Ramsey? I'm going to take Allen Robinson against just about anybody in pro football. But do I also trust Mitch Trubisky to put the ball where it needs to be so Allen Robinson can make the play on the football like that? That is where the big N-O comes out of it for me. 414-799-1250. This one's from Adam in the email box, live at 1057fmthefan.com. Morning, guys. 7-3 and three with two to play and going against the co-leader also at 7-3. and three. Need one in a format of a half point per reception. Damian Williams, Brian Hill, or Austin Eckler? Thanks. I'm going with Austin Eckler in that one, Jack. I just think the matchup feels too good for Austin Eckler and Melvin Gordon. I feel comfortable with both of those guys going. I also feel pretty comfortable with Phillip Rivers today or tomorrow night because when he plays the Chiefs, numbers have never been short for Phillip Rivers in those matchups. Colin tweets at us, couple of questions, guys. Half point PPR, running back, which one? J.D. McKissick or Adrian Peterson? Yikes. Go with AP. Wide receiver, pick two. Ridley, Crowder, Westbrook, or McLaurin? I go Crowder and McLaurin. Just answered that one on the phone lines as well. I think that he could have a huge game today, him being Terry McLaurin, with just a a bad Jets team they're going up against. Somewhat of a mud bowl kind of game. It's not going to be nasty, but just just a, a kind of gross game. It's almost like one of those car accidents that you know you're not supposed to watch, but you do keep looking over and wanting to see. Like the Jets and, and Giants game last weekend. The game was oddly entertaining. Was it good? Probably not. Was it fun? Yes. That's how I think this game is today, and I think Dwayne Haskins finds his old college buddy, Terry McLaurin, a couple of different times. James in Brown Deer, he's up on the fan. Hey, James. Hey, uh, good morning. So, morning, dude. I'm looking at Tom Brady or Jameis Winston for quarterback. So I, I've just heard a lot of buzz on both, and I'm just trying to. I need a got a fairly competitive matchup this week, so I'm looking to one. Hopefully, can get me 18 to 20 points. Yeah, if you're looking for if you're looking for the boom, it's going to be Jameis Winston, James. Um, yep. I, I think he's got the possibility to go off in this game, and there could be a lot of points there. He's also not going to face Marshawn Lattimore on that other side for the Saints. My only hiccup with Jameis Winston is, I'm telling you, the dude is addicted to throwing interceptions. I mean, like, he he loves throwing interceptions. So you, if you can stomach losing a couple, I think Jameis is going to make up for it. Also being able to get it with his legs once or twice a little bit. Tom has not been Tom here so far. In a game today where I think he needs to have it, he's probably your safer play. I think he finds the end zone once or twice, 225 to 250. So he's going to be safe. I think if you're going for the boom and you really need the big numbers, I think you got to go with Jameis. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, James. Nick tweets, 
Need three of these five all same tier wide receivers. Tyrell Williams, Curtis Samuel, Tyler Boyd, Calvin Ridley, or Debo Samuel, half point PPR. I do not believe that Tyrell Williams should be categorized with those other. Those guys aren't number ones. Tyrell Williams is the number one option in Oakland. Tyrell Williams for me for sure. I'd also go with Debo Samuel and. I'm going to rip Curtis Samuel out of there. I, I don't like starting any Cincinnati Bengals if I'm if I'm you, Nick. I, I don't want to go with that. Carl tweets, hey, guys, need to decide between Todd Gurley or Kenyon Drake. One point PBR, who do you trust? This is where we are in life. Questioning Todd Gurley against Kenyon Drake. And I think I got to go with Drake. I think you have to. Todd Gurley, you just don't know how many touches he's going to get. But it's a big game for the Rams. So maybe Todd Gurley gets a little bit more of a push. Yeah, I just, that is tough. I I hate that we have to even have these conversations about Todd Gurley. There's got to be something seriously wrong there. Corey says, how about Devin Singletary or Austin Eckler, non-PPR? Singletary's matchup against the Dolphins is just too good to pass up. I go Devin Singletary there. Rob's in West Dallas. He's up on the fan. Hey, Rob. Hey guys, how you doing? Good, dude. What do you got? Well, I'm trying to beat my 15-year-old son here this Oh, you got to beat him. I, I got I know. I got a choice him. in a PPR league between Joe Mixon and Royce Freeman. What do you guys think of that? Um, Can you give them to me one more time? Uh, Joe Mixon and Royce Freeman. Mm. Yeah, that Raiders defense is not awful against the run. So that's where I have a little bit of hesitation going right away with Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon's the best player on that Bengals team, and I just made fun of starting a Cincinnati Bengal. I think he gets more of the opportunity to make plays, and somebody's got to make plays for the Cincinnati Bengals. I roll with Joe Mixon there. Okay, thanks a lot. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate it. I think there's possibility with Royce Freeman, but just Linball Joseph out makes it a little bit more appealing, but... I'm not trying to start anybody in that dome. Being in U.S. Bank Stadium, it is one of the loudest places I've ever heard, ever been in my life. I mean, it is stupid loud in that place. So for Brandon Allen to try to walk in there and get a win and then also, you know, be able to take and dump and and make the right decisions, I just don't trust it. James says, hey, guys, love the show. This is Matt, sorry, in Greenfield. Need one of these three and a half point PPR Half point per first down catch. Kenyon Drake, James White, Carlos Hyde. Thanks. I'm going James White with that half point per first down catch. But, man, Carlos Hyde is tempting to go with. Ooh. That Ravens defense is a little bit suspect against the run. Yeah, I'm going to go with James White, but it's close. It is real close. Duke Johnson's going to go today right Evan Duke as, John- as far as I know as far I as I know he is going but he has not taken any bit of touches away from Carlos Hyde no that's been the Carlos Hyde show so far oh man I might have to go with Hyde yep Matt I'm sorry I'm lying to you I'm going with I'm going with Carlos Hyde not James White I do like the James White matchup though against that Eagles defense Nigel Bradham out of the middle of that defense. They're going to be able to move the ball around in that half point per first down catch. I've never heard that. I like that. Tim's and Tosa at 414-799-1250. What do you got, man? All right, baby Tausch. On that same note, I need two of these three. Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews, or Carlos Hyde. 
Ooh. I need, I need two of those three. Well, Marquis, I got to play Galladay still. Yep, man, it's it's a tough situation, but you got to roll with him. He's top fifteen. You got to go with it. Um, yeah, I go with Marquise Brown for sure. Mark Andrews or Carlos Hyde. I'm gonna roll with the running back. I just don't love the touches that you'll get with Mark Andrews. I'd go Hyde and Brown. All right, we'll do. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate it, buddy. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. We'll take a time out here in just one second. Want to get this. Email in from Jason says, Win or I'm out. Please. Thanks. Tevin Coleman, Robert Woods, or DD Westbrook. Well, Robert Woods is going to be out, so don't play him in a PPR league. Tevin Coleman or DD Westbrook. With Matt Breida being injured today, I would roll with Tevin Coleman. I think he's going to get a good, healthy touch, and they're going to run the ball because I expect them to be up on the Arizona Cardinals quite early. Andrew emails, good morning, baby Tausch. Good morning, Andrew. Need one in a non-PPR league. Brian Hill or Devin Singletary, thanks. Devin Singletary for me against the Dolphins is just too good. A lot of Brian Hill love, the flavor of the month. If you picked him up, though, go with it. Start him. You, you picked him up for a reason. Just throw him right in there. Don't feel bad about it. Go to sleep. Don't even watch the game. 414 799 we got 15 minutes left. We'll give you some winners on the wagering window next. It's Fantasy Football Weekly. I'm Bill Schmidt, baby Tausch. Brian Solo this week getting you ready for Cowboys and Lions. Doubleheader action here on The Fan. Tim and Tausch have never shied away from a wager. Point spreads, over-unders, and fantasy football. Aren't Sundays great? Time is running out. Get ready to make last-minute clicks. It's the lightning round on Fantasy Football Weekly on AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Fantasy Football Weekly, 105.7 FM, 1250 AM in the free radio.com app. Give us some winners here in just one second. This is fun. So this is why you love fantasy football. It brings people together and also rips them apart. That's the spirit of competition. You can get your phone number here, 414-799-1250, for a question to be answered on the air. I just answered a question from Jason on the other side of a flex question. Now from the same email address, I get one. This is from Sarah asking in a PPR league, do I start Le'Veon Bell or Tevin Coleman? I'm playing my husband and I need to beat him. Sarah, yeah, you do need to be your husband. No doubt about it. Go with Tevin Coleman. Le'Veon Bell just doesn't get the ball. I don't know what Adam Gase is thinking. Maybe he just doesn't like him. Maybe he's trying to make a point that this is my team and you're not going to make the decisions personnel-wise that I don't want. But you have Le'Veon Bell. How about using Le'Veon Bell? Until that happens, roll with Tevin Coleman. 414-799-1250. Let's go to Kevin in Waukesha before some winners here on the fan. Hey, Kevin, what do you got, man? Hey, what's going on? Hey, I'm playing uh, a pretty stacked team here, and uh, I'm thinking, do I go Marvin Jones or Robert Woods at my flex? I guess I got to roll with Marvin Jones. I don't love the matchup, but but I guess you kind of, with Brandon Cooks out, you got a great opportunity there with Woods, though. Going second string there. Off team I'm playing, he's got the Cook-McCaffrey combo. Andy's playing, he's already got Cooper Cup. Okay, so you can so you can steal some points with Woods? 
or you, you yeah, can combat the you can combat the points on the Sunday night game with Woods, then roll with Robert yeah, Woods. I like that. I like that philosophy, Kevin. All righty. Thank Thanks, you. man. That's another one of them, especially if it's a Sunday night, Monday night game. If I can match you tick for tack with wide receivers like that, I, I go with that matchup. Evan's got a question for us. Yeah, Come this on, one's dude. from Mark. He says, hey, guys, love the show. Do I start Mark Ingram or Le'Veon Bell? Oh, man. Mark Ingram. I mean, they run. They have a package called Heisman where they have RG3, Lamar Jackson, and Mark Ingram. And, yeah, I'm going to roll with Mark Ingram. Le'Veon Bell, I'm telling you, dude, just does not get the football. It's ridiculous. 414-799-1250, live at 105.7 FM, The Fan. Let's go to John and Big Ben. He's up on The Fan. What do you got, man? Hey, Bill. Good morning. Morning, dude. Uh, I got a full, full point PPR here, uh, and I got to start either Allen Robinson. I know you what you're saying about Allen Robinson. I don't like the matchup either. I got Tyrell Williams or Cortland Sutton. Tyrell Williams or Cortland Sutton. I'm going to go with Tyrell Williams. I think the matchup's a little bit leaner, especially with that secondary of the Bengals being banged up. And Derek Carr loves throwing the football to Tyrell Williams. On the other side of where some guys don't necessarily love throwing the football to certain dudes, he loves throwing the football to Tyrell Williams. So I go with him in that matchup. I just I can't go with the with the Allen Robinson dude. I just it it, it fears me too much that Trubisky's not going to put that jump ball where it needs to be. Agreed. Thanks. Have a good day. Take it easy, John. Have a good one. Big Ben. God's country, some people will say it. 414-799-1250, live at 1057fmthefan.com. Wendy's Fresh, never frozen inbox. This one's on Twitter. It says, I need help against our league leader this week, a full-point PPR for running back two. I need to decide between Brian Hill against Carolina at Carolina, Devin Singletary at Miami, and Joe Mixon at the Oakland Raiders. You'll hear that Bengals-Raiders game right here on the fan. I'm going with Devin Singletary against that Miami defense. I think the matchup is really good, and they're starting to feature Singletary a little bit more, especially in between the 20s where Frank Gore was taking just the blunt load reps where like they're handing it to him, handing it to him, handing it to him, and he's going into the line, into the line. They're giving Singletary a few more of those touches, and I think that's where you rack up points in fantasy football. 414-799-1250. This one's from KJ on the Northwest side. Hey, guys, love the program. Billy, I appreciate you being on the Bucks post game show. It's a lot of fun, as always, here on Fantasy Football Weekly. Thanks, KJ. Appreciate it. Need two of the three wide receivers, Michael Gallup, Marvin Jones Jr., or Debo Samuel. Thanks, guys. I'm going to go. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Debo Samuel there, too. Debo is going to get some touches in that offense, especially with Emmanuel Sanders just not being the lock in the lineup that you need right away each and every day. I don't love him coming off that rib injury. I just He takes one bad shot, he will be back out, and you're looking at possibly three quarters of no production. In West Dallas, we find Mike. He's on the fan. Hey, Mike. Hey, Philip Rivers or Kyler Murray? Appreciate it, Mike. That's a tough one. Um, I really like Phil this week. I'm starting him in three different leagues. He has balled out against the Chiefs in his career. Kyler Murray is going up against the Niners, where I expect him to get heavy, heavy pressure. Yeah, I'm going to go Rivers. Just feels like a game that Phil could bust out in one that they really need, too. 
I mean, just to say that the Chargers need a win in this game, they can't, probably can't lose another game if they think they're going to get back to the playoffs for a uh, second consecutive year. I just, you, you probably can't miss this one and not have an opportunity to, and have an opportunity, excuse me, to make a run into the postseason. They've been there before. Luke says need a win to stay alive. No holds barred. I will be pounding Breeze or Murray. Drew Brees. Cortland Sutton or Terry McLaurin, Bill? That one's from Joe Mama. Mm, I'm going to go with McLaurin, primarily because of the quarterback matchup. I don't, once again, love playing anybody going up against the Vikings in that dome. Just I just do not love it. Need to know if I should pick up the Raiders defense against the Bengals or Buffalo Bills defense against the Dolphins. It's from Joe. Joe, I would roll with that Dolphins defense or the Bills defense against the Dolphins. The Bengals will give the ball away, especially with Ryan Finley under center, but I think your your boomer bust will be Ryan Fitzpatrick will throw some picks. There's no doubt about that. 414-799-1250 in Jackson, we find Mason. Hey, ja- Mason, what do you got for us, man? Hi, I was wondering if I should start Devontae Parker and – Devontae Parker or uh, David Johnson? I would start David Johnson, Mason. I think there there you got the better player. Um, just roll with the better player. That's It can be tough to do, but certain spots, there's there's spots to go in and make some, some real hay. So that's where I would roll with David Johnson, simply just being the better player in the matchup. All right, buddy? Okay, and then can I ask you one more real quick? I'd love for you to. What do you got, Mason? Uh, David Montgomery or Carlos Hyde? David Montgomery or Carlos Hyde. I go Carlos Hyde. Okay, thank you. Thanks, brother. Bye. Kid's going to have my job one day. Um, Carlos Hyde, that matchup that we talked about a little bit earlier, Evan, with Ravens and Texans. My pause is I expect it to be just a tremendous game. I'm still pissed that we don't have that on the regular cable channel. Why is that not CBS's number one thing? Why wasn't it flexed? How was it not flexed? Well, the only way that it is, and I have kind of submit to the idea, is you get two giants in media market, Chicago and L.A. Like, why would you take that off? Because it's just a, it's not a good game. This is the better game. So this is from my man Leroy Butler. says, Crowder or Pascal? Going Jamison Crowder, man. He's just been... He's been getting too many good looks, and Darnold really seems to trust him, especially down in distance. If it's a PBR league, Jamison Crowder is eating up points for you. I mean, left and right, getting money all over the place. Andy tweets in at 105.7 FM, the fan. Brian Hill or Devin Singletary for a running back two spot, starting Josh Jacobs at RB1. That's a good decision, Andy. I would go Devin Singletary for your RB2 this week. Coming up next, we just get... Tremendous action on the fan. Doubleheader football action. Football sounds better here on the fan and talking Packers football with us weekdays 2 to 6 on the Wendy's Big Show is better. We start up live at 5. Packer bye week. Saddle up. You get Cowboys at the Detroit Lions. Jeff Driscoll's home debut against the Cowboys today. Cowboys given 7.5. I like the Cowboys and the number. Give you a couple of winners on our way out. I'm not going to press... That Saints game, but I think them giving 
five and a half on the road in a game that they need to win also to establish themselves once again as a better team. The Saints, give them and the number. Dolphins, I like catching a touchdown at home if I'm Ryan Fitzpatrick in a revenge game against the Bills. In one of the sloppier games that you'll see all day, the Jets and Redskins, roll with the Redskins, roll with the Jets, give the number. They're getting one and a half, and you're going to get it at a good price. I like the Jets on the road today, along with the Patriots on the road. Don't love the number, though. I take the Eagles giving or getting four and a half today. 414-799-1250 was the phone number. Live at 1057FMTheFan.com. Wendy's Fresh Never Frozen Inbox. We have football next here on The Fan. I'm Bill Schmidt, Baby Tausch for Dan Plucker, Evan Heffelfinger. This has been Fantasy Football Weekly. Next, via Compass Media Networks, it's Cowboys and Lions here on The Fan. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.